morning. Uh, today's reading is taken from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. And if you're using the church Bible, it's on page 832. 832. The book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that the census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was the governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a, ba- expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no, re- no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the field nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God, the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom he favors rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it was amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, James, and Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, If you can keep your Bibles open to Luke chapter 2, let's pray that God will speak to us uh, through these words, wonderful words that tells us of our Savior's birth. But let's pray that God will speak to us. Lord, we thank you that you came down and met us uh, in human form. And Lord, may may you become real as we come to your word this morning. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we start Christmas, um, I want to uh, start with a little bit of a quiz. 
Lots of people are born each day, but there was an important birth a few years back, and I wonder if you can recognize the face, this face. Can anybody recognize who this is? If you, if you can, could you raise your hand and just yell out loud? He's not that important to people from America, but Prince George, Prince, this is a picture of Prince George, the future king of England, uh, United Kingdom, I should say. Um, oh, is it just England? United Kingdom, sorry, United Kingdom. <laughs> uh, um, and when he was born, he was, uh, he was born in a, in a hospital, in a very important hospital called St. Mary's, uh, where his father, Prince Williams, was born. And his, bro uh, his uncle, uh, Prince Harry, was born there as well. Many other prince and princesses were born in St. Mary's. And not only that, when he was born, around the world, in the capital cities of New Zealand and uh, the UK and Canada, uh, Bermuda and many other places, there were 21 gun salutes. Uh, these, uh, the, 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 they were fired 21 times to announce the birth of the future king. And when he was baptized, the first picture is uh, uh, Prince George. Uh, when he was baptized, uh, he was baptized uh, by the Archbishop of Canterbury. Important people like lords and earls and uh, other people were there. And his baptismal font was actually made first uh, by Queen Victoria, the famous Queen Victoria for her first son. And the water with which he was baptized, that was flown all the way over from the Jordan River in Israel, uh, where Jesus was baptized. Well, every part of that detail of that birth was planned, wasn't it? It was planned by his parents, planned by other people, but because this was an important birth. This was the birth of the future king of the United Kingdom. Actually, 2,000 years ago, another king was born. And God himself had planned this birth very carefully. I'm sure Mary and Joseph had also planned the birth, but Jesus had another father, right? Although Mary, uh, Mary and Joseph uh, were the guardians, uh, Jesus' real father was God himself. And God had planned every part of the birth, and the way that he was born tells us a lot about who God was, who God is, what kind of a God he is. So as we start, I want to start out um, a little bit with a quiz to see if you're paying attention. So could I just ask, where was Jesus born? Anyone? Yeah? Jesus is born in Bethlehem. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Bethlehem is a small town, not very big. It's a small town. And in Bethlehem, where was he born? Was he born in a palace? No. He was born in a stable. Well, many people had sort of this stable inside of their house, right? And he was born in a stable. And where was he laid when he was first born? In a manger. He was born in, and wrapped in a manger. Uh, so he wasn't born in a palace. He wasn't born in a comfortable hospital. He was born in a barn, in a stable, and he was laid in manger. But how about... Who did God send then to greet uh, this Jesus? Who did God send? Once again, uh, when Prince George was born, all these important people came, right? Who did God send to greet Jesus as he was born? Lisa? 
the shepherds. Very good. The angels didn't appear to the king. He did, the, the angels didn't appear to the high priest and the other important people. The angels appeared to the shepherds. And think about who the shepherds are. They weren't rich. They weren't important. They weren't educated. They didn't live inside of the town. They lived far away from the town because there were nobodies. There were nobodies of the day. And God planned uh, so that the angels appeared to the shepherds that the shepherds were the first people to witness the birth of God's Son here on earth. And if you think about this, when you think about God, how do you imagine God to be? Some people imagine Him to be uh, uh, a very old white man. <laughs> Is that how you imagine God to be? How do you imagine God to be? Shout it out if you can. I'm sorry, if you can do a little bit louder. You can imagine him because you have, you have not seen him. Very, that's a very good answer. Um, actually, the Bible tells us that nobody has seen God. It's true. When we often think of God, we think of God as this big, shiny, old person sitting on the throne. But actually, nobody has seen God except 2,000 years ago, God became a human being. God became a human being, and the Bible tells uh, us that, that, that Jesus was the exact representation of who God was, who God is. So whoever sees Jesus has seen God. And imagine this, 2,000 years ago, God became a human being. And this is what Jesus might have looked like. Do you want to see what Jesus might have looked like? Yeah? Let's see this. Of course, uh, if you don't know, that's my son. <laughs> he was born 11 months ago. Um, but uh, the, all babies look kind of similar, right? <laughs> uh, 2,000 years ago, God became a baby. He became this fragile, vulnerable, this tiny thing that, was, that, that needed to be held. The creator of the universe, the king of kings, became a fragile baby because, because he was born as a human being. So when God planned his birth, right, the birth of his son, he didn't choose a palace. Instead of a palace, he chose a barn. Instead of a comfortable bed, he chose a manger. Instead of appearing in splendor and power and might, he became this tiny thing became one of us, a crying baby. Why? What does that say about our God? So uh, if you look underneath of your chair, some of you have a letter stuck there. Could you just all look and see if you have a letter stuck under your chair? And if you are one of those people, could you come to the, to the stage as quickly as possible? <laughs> Very good. April has found one. Sadie, I see you on with it. Uh, could you all come to the stage and line up right here, please? Is there anybody else? Very good. Very good. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Yep. If you can all run up, if you don't mind going to the side, yep. Let's all stand in the front. You don't mind, yeah? Yeah, I'm there. Yep. Oliver has one. David has one. 
And we're going to all together play word scramble. You know what word scramble, right? So we're going to try to spell out a word, word that shows us the quality that God showed in His birth. So let's see here. So we got we got all these uh, letters. How should, can you all guess which letter, which word these letters spell? Somebody, somebody did it. Humility. So could we get H to be the first letter here? H. And then how do you spell humility? H. U. So could we get U there? And M. M. Who's got the M? Oh, no. There's somebody who has it but who's hiding. <laughs> what do you have? Which letter do you have? Okay. Let's go, uh, yeah, okay, James is making an M, <laughs> that's, James is an M, M, and after that, H-U-M, what is it next? I-N-L-I-T-Y. Very good, thank you so much. <laughs> Give him a round of applause. You can go back to your seats. Thank you so much for helping. Thank you, thank you. So God, this King of Kings, instead of showing off, right? Instead of appearing in His splendor, He wanted to tell everyone, right? He came in humility. He came humbly to, uh, to tell everybody, whether they're rich or poor whether they occupy an important position in the world or nothing, right? King or shepherds, educated or uneducated, uh, people who lived far away or people who were near, whether you're good or naughty, Santa seems to care, but actually God doesn't care. God came in humility to tell all of us, especially those who don't feel loved, who don't often feel loved because they are not important. Right? God came down in this human form to tell all of us that He loves us. He came for us. And that's who God is. That's what He shows as He's born here. And it wasn't just His birth. Right? He lived humbly throughout the rest of His life. You know, Jesus says that He didn't have a, a home to lay His bed. Right? He, didn't, he didn't have a home for the rest of His life. And not only that, towards the end of His life, he died the most humble death, death of a criminal, in fact. He died on the cross for us. He didn't have to die. He actually was the judge. He is the judge who will come. But he died because of us, because we deserve death for our sins, because we have rebelled against God, but because God loves us. God sent his son and took our place on the cross for us. Died the most humble death. So how are we supposed to respond in this Christmas? I think we're supposed to respond like the shepherds. Remember the shepherds? At first, they were really scared because, you know, when you see angels appearing to you in the middle of the night, you would be really scared. But then, you know what they did next? They investigated, right? Angels told them that this is what's to happen. And then they said, okay, is this really true? So they hurried off to Bethlehem to see if what they said were true. And I know that some of you are seeking, I hope you'll investigate. 
you'll find out whether this is true. It's an extraordinary claim that the Bible makes about who Jesus is. I hope you'll come and join us in Christianity Explored. Tell us, one of us, and let's explore together. Because if God has come in this form, it should make all the difference in our lives. But then when the, angels, uh, when the shepherds came and find, found that it was true, listen to what they did, verse 17. They spread the word to everyone who was willing to listen. They went and told everybody. In verse 20, they went home glorifying God and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. They went home praising God, glorifying God, full of joy for what they had seen and heard. And I imagine as they went home, as they told their friends and neighbors, I imagine they repeated the words that the angels had told them, right? This is how you tell stories. And I hope that's what we will do as Christians this Sunday morning, I mean, this, this Christmas morning, that we'll repeat the words of angels that had appeared. We will glorify and praise God. So should we do that together? Let's read these words that angels announce to the shepherds. Let's th- read it together. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, you can go back. Yep. Let's do that again. Glory to God in the highest of heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Let's pray. Lord, we give you great praise and thanks for sending your son Jesus that he was the most humble, you show yourself to be the most humble God who loves each one of us. And we thank you, not only did he come humbly, that he died a humble death, the death of a criminal. And Lord, we thank you that in him now is found life and light. And Lord, we pray that all of us will find him this morning, that all of us will find him as we investigate in the future that we might go home as the shepherds went home that day, glorifying you and praising you. And we pray that that will happen not just for today, but for the rest of our lives. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.